Hello, Guardians, and welcome to episode number five of the Average Destiny 2 podcast. I am your host, Average Destiny 2 player, as probably some of you are gathered by now. But if you are new, then hi, that's me. Um, So, yeah, if you're new to the podcast, I'm an Average Destiny 2 streamer and content creator who has been playing Destiny the video game since Destiny 1 Alpha on the 12th of June 2014. Nearly 10 years ago. Um, Wow. In this podcast, we discuss the latest TWID news and game updates from the world of Destiny 2. Thank you ever so much for tuning in, everybody. I hope you enjoy the show. So, you know how it goes. We start with some housekeeping. Housekeeping? No, we start with some housekeeping. And I actually remembered my show notes this time. Um, Remembered to actually send them to myself, which is always handy. So, um, yeah, I mean, how how has everybody's Festival of Lost been so far? Um, Obviously, that kicked off on Tuesday, as we all know. So uh, I assume some of you are really deep into it by now. So I imagine some of you have also probably already gilded your Ghostwriter title, or maybe you've only just got your Ghostwriter title. So either if you've done either of those, congratulations, GG's, well done. Um, I'm still a little way off mine yet, but um, we've got quite a little way to go before we need to worry about, uh, you know, grinding it all in one night. Um, so, you know, all in good time. Um, I've been playing most of mine with uh, my son in the other half. Um, we've been having good fun. My son's actually further on it than I am, to be honest with you, so... Uh, He's been grinding it hardcore while he's been off uh, on half term, so fair play to him. Um, I've still got uh, two Lost Sectors, Legendary Lost Sectors I've still got a knockout for the uh, quest. Um, and I decided that, um, you know, as a little treat to myself, I thought I'd buy the Rook Mask, because the Rook Mask is probably one of the best that you can actually uh, buy in the store right now. So uh treat myself to that. Um, other Destiny news is I ran a Crota on Wednesday with the clan. Uh, shout out to uh, Crimson, Mercy, Nix, Ash, um, and my son Max. Um, we managed to get a good run in. Um, finally managed to get the Warlock helmet drop uh, at Lanterns. So that is now my Warlock set complete. Um, it's funny how the Warlock helmet seemed to have taken longer to drop than anything else. Um, I actually had the Necrochasm by the time I had the uh, Warlock Helmet, so that tells you how many, uh, excuse me, times it, you know, runs it took to drop. But uh, anyway, uh, yep, so I finally got that, so I've just got to complete the Titan and the Hunter set now. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was pretty much my week in Destiny 2 so far. So um, let's move on to the start of the show, shall we? Uh, so, in usual for today's show, um, obviously we discuss the latest This Week in Destiny, uh, also known as the Tweed, not the Twab, that people keep putting out there. Here's looking at you, Gator. Um, it's not a very long one this week. Um, there's not really a lot to discuss and go through, so um, we'll just probably you know sort of get through that and uh, highlight the best bits. Um, one of the subjects I want to touch on is the change to Sparrows. I think Bungie must have been listening to me. Bungie weren't listening to me. And uh, actually, uh, by the looks of it, they've buffed the health of the Sparrows, which, uh, as everybody knows, um, for me, that was the main reason why... uh, 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 Not Patience and Time, that was a D1 exotic sniper rifle. The main reason why, why... Why have I lost the name of the Sparrow? Always on time. I see, I knew it'd come to me eventually. Um, Always on time was my favourite Sparrow, was because you get shot at less when you ride it. Um, But now it's going to be even better. But anyway, we'll touch on that in the twid. Going to sort of go through the twid for the next couple of episodes, and then I think I'm going to change the format a bit. Um, I think from sort of in a couple of shows' time... um, we're going to sort of focus less and less on the twid. Um, still sort of highlight the best bits from it and read out, obviously, any more news, etc., and any updates that come in. But um, I think I'm going to change the flow up a little bit as we go on. A um, couple of episodes time, we have our first guest show. 
Yes, you heard that right. Our first guest on the show. First of many, I hope. Um, I've got three uh, people who are interested in coming on the podcast so far. Um, one of them will be on in uh, show number seven. Um, so one more show on my own and then uh, we'll have that interview. And then I'm hoping to get somebody else on show 10. Now, the person on show 10, um, you probably already know who you are, um, is a Destiny 2 content creator, quite a well-known Destiny 2 content content (laughs) creator, um, got his own YouTube channel, etc. But I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I know that Hazel, if you ever listen to this dude, um, you might fangirl over this one. But uh, yeah, I'll keep you guessing on that one anyway. So that that's how we're going to sort of do things going forwards. Um, obviously, I appreciate everybody that's listened so far and listened to me uh, drone on with the latest news. Um, but I think, yeah, I think there's quite a few other podcasts out there that probably do a better job of it than I do. So um, we're still going to read it. We're still going to skim through it. We're still going to, you know, pick out the best bits. But the uh, format's going to change slightly as we go ahead. So, um, yeah, just keep listening and uh, all will be revealed in uh, a couple of episodes time. Good times ahead. But um, as that's a couple of episodes time, you know, we'll stick to what we know best. And we will go through the twid. Um, As I say, it's not a very long one this time, so uh, won't keep you too long. But um, yeah, let's get to it, shall we? Let's uh, get this show on the road. So this week's This Week in Destiny is written by... Who is it written by? That's a good question. It usually tells you at the top, but this time it's not telling me. So let's scan down to the bottom. And it is written by BR1. Um, Is that a new guy? BR1? not sure I've ever heard of BR1, but um, perhaps maybe it's not. Perhaps maybe it's short for somebody else. Um, So I do apologise. If you all know who that is, um, I don't. Um, But anyway, so uh, this week in Destiny, we are... Ah! It's a headless one. Do you like that? Do you like that one? Was Was that good? Don't quit your day job. Yeah, I know you're saying that right now. Don't worry, I won't. Um, Oh, no, it was just my cat. I wish I had a cat. Um, My apologies, but since Festival of the Lost started, I see those free-eyed things everywhere, and I love it. There's tons of great loot to obtain, but we can also be playful and a bit scary on the side. More about that in a second, just after a message from our sponsor. This week's... This... I thought it was going so well then. The topics from last week's TWID, which um, obviously everybody knows uh, was a preview of Festival of the Lost, an update from the PvP stri- strike team, um, sparrows getting faster, and crafting with an emblem. So, what's baking in the oven today? Uh, a spooky event deserves community activities, an update on sparrows, uh, Vanguard extra ranks and double night for all loot, which is currently going on right now, guys. So, get in those... Uh, Grandmasters and Masters and get those Ascendant Shards rocked up. It's always good to have a load spared. Um, So final week in rotation for some weapons. uh, Checkmate Rumble. um, Some new Prime Gaming drops available, um, which I get every time they uh, get released. So uh, you've got to get your hands on them if you haven't already. I don't think they're out yet. I looked earlier at work and I couldn't see them. So um, player support report, as usual, and art and movie of the weeks. So let's get on with it. Let's get on with it indeed. So let's celebrate Festival of the Lost together. Yay! Uh, so Eva Levante is back in the tower for three weeks. And she's brought a new edition of the Book of the Forgotten. Uh, sounds like my memoirs, to be honest with you. Um, anyway, I digress. Um, fill it with the pages that enemies drop inside haunted sectors. Collect tons of candy and earn some loot. Um, and for those that wish to go into the full spirit of the event, we have a very special armor, armor ornament set ready. Yes, you do. I have bought the one for the Titan, but nee. the Warlock I'm not massively fond of. Um, but I do like the Hunter stuff. I think Hunter and uh, Hunter and Titan have got the best this year. I think I'll buy both Hunter and Titans, but nee. 
136,000 bright dust to spend, so I need to get rid of it on something, don't I? Uh, yes, I'm a hoarder. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Uh, so, a beetle and two spiders walk into a bar. No punchline. I'm sorry, but that's all they've given me. They've literally just given me that. No punchline at all. I, I can't even come up with a punchline. Uh, okay, a beetle and two spiders walk into a bar. Ouch. There you go. Dad joke there for you. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> God, uh, you might have seen them in action already, but it's never too late to share a better look at the new Universal Ornament sets. Yes, the ones you all voted for a few months ago. Did we? Anybody else remember voting for them? Because I don't. I obviously didn't get the email or the memo, as they say. So we've got the Hunter set, um, which looks like a thing from The Fly. If you've ever seen that movie, that's pretty cool. Uh, the Titan, the Crawling Chaos set, um, which is a spider. And the Warlock Carapace set, if that's what you call it. But is that a, what is that? Is that a moth? I don't know. Answers on a postcard. Um, but all three sets are available in Eververse in-game store during the Festival of the Lost, of course. So we then move on to the Legend and Haunted, obviously Legend Lost Sectors. Uh, a more challenging take on the event activity. Uh, they're matchmaked, matchmaked, which is good. Um, let's go into that in a second. Let's finish reading this. With other players to go or go with a pre-made team and see how fast you can defeat as many headless ones as possible. Um, I think my maximum is about five right now. Uh, the featured legend haunted sector rotates every 150 minutes. So... If you were wondering how long it takes to refresh the sector, there you go, 150 minutes, which in isn't two hours, I think, or something like that, hour and a half. I don't know. Work it out. Um, and it has its own node in the tower. Uh, enemies will hit a lot harder. Yes, they certainly do. They are certainly more aggressive and have several modifiers like threats and surges active. You need a good build to survive. Now, I haven't ran into um, attrition yet. I'm waiting to run into attrition. I hate attrition. Um, nerf attrition. They probably never will, but I haven't run into that one yet anyway. Um, so in exchange for your bravery, you'll have a higher chance to earn an exotic engram when you complete the activity. There's also world loot pool gear and festival of the lost weapons when you take headless ones down. And don't forget about the eerie engrams that you can use for hocus focusing in specific exotics and festival lost weapons. And they also now drop the memento. So you've got a couple of ways of getting them now. You can do it by that quest, the random quest that's hidden. Um, or you can get them dropping from eerie engrams. So that's good. Um, now, just a quick theory on the haunted and legend lost sectors. I think this is an experiment because... As we all know, Legend Lost Sectors, sorry, Legend Anything, are not match-made right now. So is this a test for match-made Legend activities in the future? Match-made Legendary Nightfalls. Match-made Legendary um, Seasonal Events. Uh, you know, match-made Legendary... Savathun's Spire. Um, obviously, that will change next season, but you know what I mean. Um, you know, stuff like that. So I think this might be a little bit of an experiment by Bungie here to see how well the Legend stuff gets match-made and see how we get on with it. And perhaps maybe in the future they will then change the Legend stuff to matchmaking, which I think should be in the show anyway. In the show? No, I'm in the show. Which I think should be in the game anyway because anything below master and grandmaster and stuff like that i don't see why it's not match made i can understand master because it's you know it's it's the one lowest below the best of the best well in raids you know it is the best of the best um but in nightfalls and other activities you know why legends should be match made by now and i know the community has been calling for it maybe not all the community um but i know some people in the community have been uh, calling for it. Um, just going off course here, if any of you have ever seen Top Gear, um, you'll probably get this reference, but they've literally had some people ask for it to be removed. Uh, let us know in the show feedback if you get that reference. 
Um, so yeah, that's my, my that's my two cents on this. I think that they are doing this as an experiment to get legendary stuff match made in the future. Uh, yeah, so let me know what you think in the feedback. Uh, so that is it for the Legend and Haunted Lost Sectors. Um, we've got some cosplays, pumpkins and masks. Um, so since we love this time of year so much, we want you all to celebrate both in-game and in real life. Um, this one's more probably for the Americans than it is for the British. We do love our Halloween, but maybe not as crazy as you guys are. But I still love you for it anyway. So for example, how about a small cosplay contest? No need to spend much or much or much or work. No need to spend much or work hundreds of hours on it. Keep it fun. Keep it simple. Just work on something that will make you look scary, silly, and charming. That's pretty. That describes me pretty well, really. I look scary, silly, and charming. Um, then share it with us using the hashtag Freds of Fright hashtag on social media. <laughs> but why stop there? Well, why stop there? Good point, Bungie. Why stop there? If you have a pumpkin just lying around, or calabazas, it's got to be Mexican or something, I would assume. Um, let me know in the feedback. As I call them, start carving. We are good if we are good if want to use a different canvas for your work. I think that's probably supposed to say we are good if you want to use a different canvas for your work too. Not, we are good if you want to use a different canvas for your work too. Um, sorry. Uh, as long as we ended up with something as menacing as a headless one or another creature that could make a guardian sweat, we are good. And since good things come in freeze, go away, McAfee virus rubbish, go away. I'm trying to podcast here. Jesus. Um, pick and choose your times. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. And since good things come in freeze, here's one more idea. Eris Morn, one of our biggest monster export exports. Yeah, it works. Experts had a hair raising glow up during Season of the Witch, and we loved it. To help you follow suit, we have prepared a template of Eris's mask you can download. The first one is a template for both a 3D version and a flat version. The other link has the instructions, and you can obviously see the mask and the instructions on how to do it there. Um, I've got no parties to go to for Halloween, so it's a bit pointless me trying to go for it. But anyway, um, so you can personalize, your, personalize yours to make the most amazing version of Hive Eris. And then share it with us with the hashtag Hive Eris Mask Hive hashtag on social media hashtag. Uh, and they'll choose their favourite carvings, costumes, and mask creations among the community and award them Art of the Week, or Movie of the Week, recognition they deserve, as well as a very frightening, very cool-looking Halloween coronation emblem. It does look pretty cool. So if I see anybody rocking that, then congratulations, you rock. Um, so anyway, if you need some inspiration for your cosplay, maybe check out the chilling collab we had with the Swedish body paint and makeup artist Felicia Henriksson. And some of your favorite content creators will be doing their take on the Hive Eris mask. So maybe you can grab one idea or two from their streams. Okay. So, Sparrow update. After last week's announcement that Sparrows will be getting a boost in velocity, we wanted to share some additional information with you all. We've heard the feedback for a while now that players who own Always On Time want to feel like they can safely swap to other Sparrows without sacrificing optimal performance. Therefore, with Season 23, we set a goal to help players feel more comfortable swapping off the AOT by improving baseline exotic and legendary Sparrows while letting AOT retain some unique functionality. I.e. the shooting less at you as you drive it. So, all Legend and Exotic Sparrows will have oh, have a two-speed selection options moving forward. Oh, okay. Ah. One matching AOT speed and the other matching the oldest highest speed that was available to offer a choice in handling and speed control. Upon login, players will, in most cases, default to the fastest option immediately and see their speed update to the 190. All Legend and Exotic Sparrows will also move from 100 to 150 health to be more durable, 
to match AOT's health pool. Well, hey, so finally, finally, sparrows are getting a buff, which is good because I always said the problem with sparrows was never the speed. The problem with sparrows was the fact that they were too spongy. They were like a hunter. You know, take a couple of shots and you're dead. They were the hunters of sparrows. That's what they were. But no more. They are now the titans of sparrows. So they can take some hits before finally guardian down. So that's good. That's brilliant news. Really happy with that. Um, so anyway, always on time will continue to retain a few benefits, including slightly better fuel economy, slightly lowered enemy aggression, a slightly better side-to-side -side boost. We're helpful that these changes will improve player comfort in swapping off AOT to use their favourite Sparrow in most play sessions. But that investment in AOT still remains. So yeah, that's that's good. I'm glad of that news. That news makes me happy. So Sparrows are becoming less like Hunters and more like Titans. Brilliant. Superb. That's music to my ears. Uh, so twice the loop, double the nightfalls. Um, so if you haven't already heard, um, which you probably have because you've, you know, logged in this week. Um, Nightfalls have double rewards um, and provide increased reputation when playing any of the Vanguard players' activities. That includes strikes. So you have a great opportunity to reset, reset your ranks with Zavala to farm materials for next season or to get a perfect roll buzzard, which is the Adept reward featured this week. Okay, I need to do some Nightfalls then because I don't think I have a buzzard yet. If you're still looking for an Adept one you like, we advise you to jump into a Grandmaster playlist very soon. And now we have some weapons exiting the loot pool. Um, so the Nightfall weapons exiting the loot pool are Buzzard and the Swarm. So Buzzard's final week is this week. Warning, Buzzard's final week is this week. I will say that again. Buzzard's final week is this week. So you want to get on that. You want to jump in some Nightfalls and get on that. Because, uh, yeah, well, I'm glad you reminded me, Bungie, because I need to do that. And then the Swarm. Uh, so the Swarm's final week will be 10.24 in English, which means 24 for this month. So next reset. So there you go. Um, and then we've got Trials of Osiris. Uh, the Immortals final week will be the same as Swarm's final week, which is 10.24 or 24 for this month for us English folks. And then Astral Horizons finals week will be 11.7, which in English terms is the 7th of November. So remember that the regular version of all these weapons will still be available for focusing at their respective vendors, which is Zavala for Strikes and Saint-14 for Trials but you won't get them as regular drops from completing activities and their adept versions won't be obtainable. We'll announce that weapons will take, we'll announce what weapons will take their place soon. So look out for that announcement. Let's see, be interesting to see what is going to take their place. So we'll find out soon enough. Um, so obviously checkmate rumble checkmate has been in crucible labs for the past four weeks. First with control as the game mode and then survival. Now it's Rumble's turn in the spotlight. Fight alone against a bunch of other Guardians and come out on top if you can. Uh, so while the Checkmate modifier is active, players have a small bump in health, special weapons don't get ammo so often, and abilities regenerate a lot slower. The outcome? I'm still a scrub. Uh, I'm still a noob and I'm still used to the Crucible. Uh, no, so the outcome is the more strategic gameplay. So jump into that. It should be interesting. Uh, so Checkmate Rumble will be available all this week. Uh, then Control will be back for the next three before Survival serves the season close. There are some interesting adjustment, adjustments coming too. So please take a look at them if you haven't already. Clicky linky. Uh, so next is the Scary Good Prime Gaming Drops. Um, so if you have a Prime Gaming membership... You'll get these freebies from us starting tomorrow, October 20th at 9am PDT. Um, so you've got the Boo Exotic Emote, the Winchester's Ruin Exotic Sparrow, the Lycan's Myer Shell, and the Festival of the Lost Sigil, a legendary ghost projection. So yeah, those you can get from the old uh, Prime Gaming Awards. Um, so you have the Player Support Report next. Um, somehow the moon got even more haunted this year. No clue how. 
Well, that's a very good question. Um, so, Crota's end 48-hour challenge mode emblem. Uh, on Tuesday, October 17th, we fixed an issue where players who qualified for the Crota's end contest mode emblem and earned the all-for-one triumph did not receive the emblem after completion. Players who qualified should now see the emblem with associated triumphs in-game. So to qualify for that emblem and triumph, players must have completed the Crotus End raid and the Crotus End challenge mode within the 48 hours of the raid's release. Now, I didn't, so that doesn't make any difference for me at all. Um, so this is a good reminder. Everybody keep this in mind. Uh, claim your event card items. Festival of the Lost concludes at the weekly reset on November 7th. Players should make sure they have claimed and completed any objectives and available rewards from their Festival of Lost event card prior to the conclusion of the event. So the event card and any unclaimed rewards will no longer be available once the event ends. So there you go. There you have it. Make sure you claim those goodies. Because let's be honest with you, Destiny 2 is all about loot. And you don't want to lose any of that loot. So, um, so we go on to the... Uh, Known issues. Um, so the known issues are Mindbender's ambition no longer glows when dealing damage. Um, when the full auto setting melee is on, Glaze will melee twice by mistake. I can't see that being an issue, but. And the shh emote no longer displays intended holographic boss. So again, for the full list of emergent issues in Destiny 2, players can review our known issues article, uh, which players who observe any other issues should report them to our hashtag help forum. Now, they don't mention that the swords are being dropped in Crota anymore. So did they fix that? Because when we ran Crota the other day, we went to go and grab a sword and it didn't work. So I don't think that's being fixed, but it's not on there anymore. So maybe it has. But I'll tell you what they have fixed, though. They have fixed the ability to grab the chalice through the bottom of the map um, in the Ute encounter, sadly. So no more cheesing that encounter. Um, Got to do it legit now. No fun. But there we go. Uh, anyway, moving swiftly on, we're pretty much almost there now. I did say it weren't a very long one. Um, the spirit of the season, Timon. My favourite game plus one of my favourite movie scenes. This is a masterpiece. So the movie of the week is Dance Off Distraction by Mythical via X slash Twitter. I think you can probably take the Twitter out now because it is now just literally X. Um, so Ivan, uh, it's time of it's it's the time of year when people try to scare you and those and those and there are skeletons and candies everywhere. This hashtag Destiny Two Movie of the Week. Excuse me. Has the spirit. Enjoy your upcoming Halloween, Guardians. Uh, so the movie of the week is This is Halloween. Uh, Artist of the week. Uh, sometimes you just need some tea. As I said, Eris Morn, English confirmed. You have it there. She just wants some peace and, some, and a cup of tea. She's English. She's British. It's confirmed. Full stop. There you go. Uh, anyway, Hippie says, to say that Season of the Witch has been trying one for Eris and the gang would be a massive understatement. But the important thing is that she wasn't alone through even the worst of it. Surrounded by those that love her, Eris has a more than earned a little rest. Let's be honest, sometimes you just need a nice cuppa and some solid R&R. You certainly do. And the artist of the week is Tea and Silence by at Antalad via Twitter slash X. Shift it round that time, but okay, it still works. Uh, and then Sam has another artist of the week. Uh, when the Taken King returned, he thought he was here to conquer us, conquer us in our world. And well, he couldn't because we... Can I start that again? That was terrible. As Gate would say, I'll edit that out. And then he won't. Um, Sam, when the Taken King returned, he thought he was here to conquer us and our world. And well, he couldn't because we're guardians and we win. Here is a great shot of the whole squad, baddie and all. So really uh, good bit of art there by um, No Nos Doodles via Twitter X. So there we go. Um, Yeah, so as I say, it wasn't a very long one. Um, and that's all for this week. Uh, let's go back to celebrating Festival of Lost. Those nasty headless ones need to be brought into line. And there's also more triumphs to complete on the event card. Which I'm going to go and do once I finish this podcast. 
you can get some more mementos for crafted weapons too. And of course, a ton of eerie engrams to earn some amazing weapon rolls. I'm looking for a cosmic with enlightened action and repulsor brace, and maybe a fancy stasis horror story with dynamic sway reduction and target lock. Or maybe headstone. Hasta luego, BR1. By the way, anybody who's listening to this and who's played Des- uh, not Destiny, Cyberpunk, I love it when Jackie says hasta luego. And that always makes me think of Jackie. So there we go. So, my friends, my listeners, my adoring fans, last one might be a bit of a stretch, but I appreciate you all anyway. Um, no other news this week. Um, there was an update, wasn't there? Um, what was in the update, you ask? Hey, Average, what was in the update? Well, that's a very good question, listener. The update was 7.2.5. And in the update, we had quite a few things. Okay, well, let's quickly go through these before we move on to uh, listener questions um, after Zer. So, um, updates. So, in the Crucible, they fixed multiple out-of-bounds areas on Multiplex. They also disabled Icarus Dash while using a Gear Shield in the Crucible Relic game mode and fixed an issue where Sparrows could be used on Multiplex. Oh, Bungie, come on, that was fun. You could e- Now you could easily bring combined arms back because you've just proven it there anyway uh trials of osiris so meltdown map they've made some adjustments to the dominion zone and the heavy ammo spawn positions and um, which of course trials of osiris is back on this weekend um so you know go for it um so, Raiden Dungeon, uh, Root of Nightmares in Counter Challenges are now active, and the Grasp of Avarice players no longer lose additional ability charges when acquiring 10 Burden by Riches. That's good. Seasonal Activities, they fixed an issue where the Lucana card would suppress players after eliminating a combatant with a weapon with Compulsive Brace. They also fixed an issue where the Victory Lap Braziers and Deep Sights that's probably not how you say that. I'm sorry if I got that wrong. That have been interacted and di- with disappeared before newly joining players could interact with them. And they also fixed the missing speaker name for holographic message message subtitles. Open World fixed an issue that caused a small number of players to be granted owned exotics from Legend and Master Lost Sectors and from Vex Strike Force instead of unowned ones. That could be a bit of annoying. Um, so yeah, um, and then they've obviously done some of the, um, armor changes. Um, so the exotic armor, um, Antius wards, uh, reflected vents now requires full class ability to deploy. Following deactivation of reflective vents, your class ability energy is drained proportional to the amount of damage reflected and it no longer provides an improved slide. So there's your nerf. I can hear people who don't mind titan screaming and and hollowing and shouting hey and then i can also uh hear the salty tears of uh, some hunters as well um young akenhama's spine they reduced the trip mine grenade increased hp to 70 down from 100 and removed the bonus 50 percent damage resistance and grenade energy is now provided on ability kills instead of damage with abilities uh the foe tracers uh, no longer grant max surge bonus on glaive and sword kills. Icefall mantle. Does anybody use icefall mantle? Where my icefall mantle mains at? Yeah, you'd probably see, you know, the old uh, rolling of the uh, tumbleweed right now. Um, so anyway, just uh, the they fixed an issue where players spawn without class ability energy in the crucible. Um, Astrocyte Verse description has been updated to better match its functionality. Path of the Burning Steps, they've fixed an issue where having the exotic perk active wouldn't change its appearance. And Pyragale Gauntlets, they've updated the exotic perk description to match its gameplay. Um, it's quite a big update. No wonder the old uh, servers were down for a couple of hours. Um, so, general, they've fixed an issue where Photonic Vest was not available in the armor synthesis screen. That was on the known issues, of course. Fixed an issue where the Hinterland, Biosphere Explorer, and Osusari ritual armor sets dropped with lower than intended stats. Um, and just dropped lower 
anyway because it's really hard to get them to drop and um, the valkyrian mask hunter helmet no longer has a hole in it okay and they fixed an issue that caused new ritual armor to drop with low stats um so there you go um so they then move on to uh weapon tuning they've obviously tuned the shot uh submachines i'm gonna have to skip through this now because i'm running out of time for the segment um so they've increased the recoil and then reduced the mouse stability um auto rifles that reduce the aim down sights uh pulse rifles they've increased damage fall off fusion rifles they've reduced the minimum damage fusions can deal after damage fall off from 50% to 45. Sniper rifle, as they know, with they've decreased the airborne accuracy penalty by 20%. Um, and shotguns, they've decreased the airborne accuracy penalty for precision shotguns by 20%. Um, then it was the checkmate weapon tuning. Um, Right, I'm actually going to run out of time here, and there's actually a lot more um, in the old update that I actually um, realised. So let's um, pause at the checkmate weapon tuning um, and the weapon perks. Um, we'll go on with the general next. Um, so after this very short break, I will be straight back. Right, I am back, everybody. I really do apologise for that sudden... Uh, rushing trying to go through the rest of the update there um i forgot that um for the minute i'm actually um i'm actually held to 30 minute recording blocks um so yeah i need to really ideally move away from what i'm using which i will do eventually i am getting there um i'm going to play around with some other recording stuff um this weekend um anyway i digress um so uh, again i apologize about the rush of that but we are back and we are back um with another um go through of the latest update um that's completely screwed me up that has professional podcasting at its best everybody yeah <laughs> right so uh carrying on with the um update um before we go on to um what Zer has, and quickly probably also see where Trials is this week, uh, weekend. Uh, so anyway, general update. Modified the descriptions on how to obtain the intrinsic perks for the Crafted Dead Man's Tale, and what each of them unlocks. Uh, they fixed an issue where the Defiance Ghost projection was not showing the right image. They fixed an issue where the word of Crota Hand Cannon could be crafted with an un unintended magazine perks. Crafting comes back. They've also fixed an issue where cataphract gl3 grenade launcher will still showing grenades in its magazine while empty that could be annoying they've fixed a issue where tessellation was impairing vision when combined with certain armor pieces they've also fixed an issue where the same gun could reload its alternative alternative fire mode with an unlimited number of times in com combination with the gunpowder gamble or arbor warden and they've fixed an issue where aggressive frames swords airborne God, this is such a mouthful, some of this. Uh, heavy attacks required full energy and did not start the energy recharge delay. Uh, ability, uh, Strand Warlock. They fixed an issue where the Wanderer Tangles didn't suspend champions. They fixed some issues with the seasonal artifact where Tangles created by using the Phanatonic... What? Phanatoctic. Okay. Uh, Tangle's seasonal perk had no longer had a longer cooldown than intended, and they've fixed an issue where the unstoppable fusion seasonal perk would incorrectly incorrectly activate on linear fusion rifles. Um, vendor focusing they've reduced the price of exotic armor tier two focusing. Uh, player identity they've fixed an issue where guardian rank objectives were displayed as complete before the player reached the rank acquired to complain, claim them. I just did that naturally. Fixed a spelling error on the seasonal challenges objective for Guardian Rank 6. The Luminous Paragon Sparrow from Guardians Games is now available in collections. Uh, the UI and UX, they've fixed uh, favoured ornaments no longer act chaotically. Uh, 
And then the general fixed the issue where players could send whisper messages in text chat to recipients who could not read the message due to having restricted message settings. Players will now get an error when sending a message to someone who cannot receive it. And they've fixed an issue when the text chat whisper command would fail to open at the text chat channel in certain cases. Fixed missing subtitle for Keg's coughing in the Forsaken opening cinematic. Cough. Updated the quest icon for the Grenade Logic Catalyst quest. The, re the Refined Revel shader now correctly reflects its additional effects when viewed in Eververse. Fixed an issue that was causing players to earn triumphs for certain Guardian Games Vanguard medals when Guardian Games is inactive. Yes, I get that quite a lot of time. And fixed an issue where Learning Light Quest was not available for some players. So there we go. That is what was in door, in door, in store, in the update. So we are now going to move on to. Let's have a look and see where trials is this week. Let's have a look. Uh, so trials is now live. Um, doesn't actually say where it is. Um, looks like it's in. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I don't actually know where Trials is this week. It's showing me the map, but I can't think about what the map is called. It's the one with the, it's Clovis Bray. Um, let's have a look. I'm going to Google this now. Okay. Right. So. Okay. This is. I'm such a professional, aren't I? Do you know what? The start of this podcast was going so well. Um, so the map is Meltdown, and the flawless reward is the unexpected resurgence glaive. So there you have it. If you want that glaive and you want to go and jump into trials, which I might do this weekend because I still need all the hunter set, then go for it. That's where it is, and that's what the uh, weapon is this week. So, that's trial sorted. Now, of course, next in our agenda is Zer location and wares. So, as it's Friday, we all know our favourite peddler of Destiny 2 wares, Zer, pays us a visit. So, let's have a quick look at C and see where he is and see what he's got this week. So, he is up the cliff in Winding Cove this weekend. Um, just a quick rundown of the costs. Um, an exotic engram is 97 shards. The arbalist, which is the featured weapon, is 29 shards. Then you've got the Helm of Saint 14 at 23, the Bombardiers at 23, and the Eye of Another World at 23. And then, as usual, you've got the Hawk Moon, which is 200 legendary shards, 125,000 glimmer, one ascendant shard, and one exotic cipher. The Xenology Xenology quest is free. And legendary weapons and armor are 50 legendary shards and a thousand glimmer. So that's the cost. What can you buy with those then? So for the exotic Titan helmet, we have the Helm of the Saint 14. Um, now, it's really quite funny because if you go to a Saint 14 in the tower wearing that helmet, if you haven't done already, go to him. You'll get a bit different dialogue and it's quite funny. Um, but if you have already, obviously you'll know exactly what I'm going on about. Um, so, the stat rundown of that is Mobility 10, Resilience 11, Recovery 11, mm, not too bad, Discipline 6, 20, Intellect, and 6 Strength, which means it's a total of 64 for the helmet. Then we've got the Bombardiers, which are the Exotic Hunter Leg Armor. Uh, the Mobility is 12, Resilience is 18, Poor Recovery at 2, Poor Discipline at 2. Intellect at 10 and strength at 20, which is not too bad at all. Uh, not too bad at all. So that's a total of 64. And then we've got Eye of Another World uh, with mobility of 10, resilience of 2. Wow, that's poor. But uh, recovery of 24 and a discipline of 25. That's some high stats there. Um, an intellect of 2 and a strength of 6, which gives it a total of, excuse me, 69. Which is not quite as good as the Titan piece that we had a couple of weeks ago, but still 69 is a good roll, good side stats. Just a shame it's not really where I'd want it. But and then as we know, we've got the Arbalest, which is a great weapon, not quite as uh, 
beefy as it used to be. Um, but the role on that is compounding force, extended barrel, projection fuse, disruption brake, and composite stock. And then we've got the exotic Hawkmoon hand cannon. Now, this week's role is paracausal shot, alloy magazine, opening shot, fluted barrel, and smooth grip. Next, we have the armor for the legendary armor, and it is all the Braytech this week. So we've got for the uh, Titan, um, we've got the Braytech Thermal, which is, uh, so the gauntlets are 65. It's not too bad. Um, the chest is 61, as usual, mark is zero. Uh, the boots are 64, and the helmet is 66, so quite a nice big one on that. Uh, we've got wartlets. Wartlet. <laughs> we have warlock gauntlets next. Um, so the gauntlets are 68. Um, and, oh, some good good rolls on the... Uh, that's a good one, that first one. Uh, the chest armor is 64. Uh, the bond is zero, obviously. The leg armor is 65. And the... Sorry, I got that the wrong way around, everybody. The helmet is 65, and the leg armor is 64. And then we've got the hunter. So we've got the hunter gauntlets at 68. Another big roll. Another big, big, uh, big roll there. Um, the chest armor at 66, cloak at zero. Helmet at 63, and the snow treads, the leg armor at 65. And then we have the weapons. So we have the... Beringer's Memory, which is the heavy grenade launcher. Uh, True, True Prophecy, which is the hand cannon. Corsair's Wrath, which is the heavy, heavy linear fusion rifle. Disparity Kinetic Pulse Rifle. No Reprieve, no reprieve Kinetic Shotgun. Far Future Energy Sniper Rifle. And the Soul Survivor, also a sniper rifle. So there we have it, everybody. That is where Zer is. And that is what he's peddling. So, if there's anything juicy in there that you quite like, that you quite like the sound of or the roll of, then uh, get yourself dessert and spend those uh, pennies and uh, get that loot. Uh, so, yeah, that's him and that's where he is and that's what he got. So, uh, we're going to take a quick break now because um, I need to uh, wet my whistle. Um, try and get my mouth straight because uh, at the minute I feel like I'm jumbling up some words. So, uh going to take a quick break and we will be right back so listen to 30 seconds of some cool guitar rift and uh, i shall join you again shortly Right, well, we are back, and it is time for probably everybody's favourite time of the show, part of the show, and it is the uh, podcast questions. So let's go to the question channel. Um, so let's go for this one by Nikki. Uh, which, not available yet, kind of weapon would you like to welcome in the game? Uh, so scythe spears and firing stones, emeralds included. Well, that'd be quite cool. But no, I think um, I would probably go for a crossbow. I think a crossbow would be pretty cool. Now, somebody suggested a crossbow the other day, and I heard it on another podcast. And I was like, you know what? Actually, yeah, that would be quite cool, having a crossbow. Um, I know people are saying, well, you've got bows in the game anyway, so what does it matter? But it would be a bit different to have a, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a a crossbow in the game so i think that'd be quite cool to have in the game so yeah um so that is that one answered um thank you very much nikki um hades question for the player make an exotic armor piece that will be entertaining and semi-useful will you use it in raids right here's an exotic armor piece it's for the titan and what it does is when it is fully charged it turns you into a drake tank and for 
30 seconds, you are a Drake tank. And you are absolutely crazy in damage terms. You blow everything up. You one-shot Crota. Um, yeah. I mean, would you use it in Raid? Of course you would. Um, I think it would be entertaining and semi-useful. I don't... Every, I mean, bringing a tank into Raids? That would be sweet. Um, Bungie would never do it, because obviously it would make content pretty much easy and pointless. Um, but I definitely would say it would be entertaining and semi-useful. Um... So, yeah, that's my answer for that one. I think that'd be quite cool. That's probably a lame answer, uh, probably an easy lame answer to most people, but I still think that'd be quite cool. I mean, you, you know, Titans are known as tanks, so why would you not turn yourself into a Drake tank for 30 seconds and just annihilate everything? It'd be hella fun. It would be hella entertaining, and it would be semi-useful. So, there you go. Uh, there you go, Hades. There's your question answered. So... The next one we have is Panda. Question for Av. How do you get one shot in a well? Well, that's quite simple. Either A, you've got really rubbish resilience, like down in lower 10s to 30s, or B, Bungie has listened to Salty Greppo so much that they have nerfed wells beyond useful ability and you just get one shot because yeah wells are just weak uh, but you also can get one shot of course by quota in a well so or at least he can one shot the well anyway so that is my answer to that one um buff well because you know it works you know that warlocks have got your back and you know that warlocks help out you squishy hunters. Anyway, let's move on before I lose loads of listeners. I do love hunters, really. I just like giving hunters poo because, you know, they're hunters. Um, so, um, Ash, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that one for the minute. I might leave that one for when... Uh, yeah, I don't want to say too much, actually. Um, so yeah, I'm going to leave that one for the minute, Ash. Um, Nikki's got another one. Is there a game slash series you always wanted to try but never did so yet? Now that is a good question. Um, is there a game series I've always wanted to try but haven't yet? I just haven't got round to it, but I keep thinking, hmm, I really need to try, try that. Um, God of War probably is is the answer to that one because i've seen max play god of war and he looked like he really enjoyed it and i've seen some gameplay of god of war and um i've always thought you know what that'd probably be all right actually but i have never actually given it a try yet so i think yeah for me it'd have to be god of war so there you go question asked question answered uh panda rank the raids and dungeons favorite to least i'm going to uh keep hold of that one dude because that is going to come in handy in a couple of episodes time so i'm going to save that one uh nikki uh, another one for nikki um so she's asking about vr gaming now uh, what do you think about vr gaming did you ever get a chance to try it and if so what game was it yes i did get a chance to try it um max actually had a playstation vr and i actually really quite enjoyed it it was good fun um, I, I still don't think it's the be-all and end-all. I still don't think it's the future of gaming, um, or at least not yet anyway. Um, so yes, I did get the chance to try it, and the game I played was, um, what did, what, what did I play? I think it was something to do with Astrobot. I think Astrobot VR was the one, because that was the only game that came with it. Um, but I've always wanted to try the Walking Dead game in VR because that looks really good fun. But I still have never got round to it. So I'd quite like to um, try that at some point. So maybe in the future, who knows? So, yeah, that's what I think about VR gaming. It's good. It's good fun, but it's certainly not the future just yet. So thank you, Nikki. Um, Rolfie, appreciate your question on the Halloween event. But I'm going to save that one for a couple of um, episodes time as well. Um, so, I have a question from Marissa, Finest Cloud Strider. Um, I know who that is. That is my son, Max. Um, shout out to my boy. 
he's really heavily into his destiny right now. So uh, he's absolutely loving it. Um, he's asked me, what was your favourite season? Um, well, there's two really. My favourite season I took part in. Um, do you know what? I'd probably say my favourite season actually that I've taken part in is this season. Season of the Witch. I really like the storyline, how it's gone. And I also really like the activities and the Ankana cards and all that and uh, the new weapons and stuff. So actually, my favourite season probably so far has been this season. Followed by a very close second of Season of Opulence. Because let's be honest with you, who has not fallen in love with a Menagerie? Menagerie was so much fun. Please, Bungie, at some point, please bring the Menagerie back, will you? Please. So, yeah. Actually, I'm going to change my answer. Menagerie was... The season of Opulence was my favourite season because of the Menagerie. So, there you go. That is my favourite season. And then Nikki goes on to ask, what was my least favourite season? Um, What was my least favourite season? Season of the Hunted, I think. Was it Season of the Hunted? I think there was a Season of the Hunted. Let me just have a quick look. I'm sure there was a Season of the Hunted. Um, I know there was a Season of the Haunted. Season of the Hunt, that was it. Season of the Hunt. That was probably my least played season because I just wasn't feeling it. Um... So, yeah, uh, just going back to the previous question, uh, I think my second favourite season that I didn't take part in had to be uh, Season of the Splicer. I took part in, excuse me, Season of the Splicer when it was on replay because I skipped a few seasons and I, I loved that season when I replayed it and I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I was still playing Destiny 2 at that point because I would love to have taken part in that season. Yeah, so I was gutted I missed out on that. Um, so there you go. There's the answer to those two. Clearing up these questions quite nicely tonight. Rodimus PI. How you doing, mate? Long time no speak. Hope all is well with you. Um, question for AD2P. Who's your favourite Autobot? It's got to be Optimus, isn't it? I mean, I know a lot of people like Bumblebee, but I just think that Optimus Prime is the daddy of them all, isn't he? So, it's it's got to be Optimus. I'm sorry, but it's just got to be. You can call that a cop-out if you like, but I'm j just being completely honest with you. I personally think he is my favourite Autobot. Let me know who yours is, Rodimus, in the uh, podcast feedback, please. Um, and also let us know if you're enjoying the show. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Hope all is well with you. Um, so, that's that one. Uh, Hayoka. Uh, I'm going to save your question as well for a couple of podcast time. Um, all will be revealed very, very soon. Um, I think we're pretty much getting there now. Um, I'm just giving this a bit of a bit of a clear up right now because uh, there's a bit of family guy chat in my questions, which I, you know, I haven't got a problem with, but uh, I'm trying to, um, trying to sort of, uh, sorry, just keep getting pop-ups now every time I'm trying to get rid of a message. Um, okay, right, so, yep, yeah, so there's a couple of questions um, that have been asked um, by a few people back, back uh, one on fourteenth for the eleventh, tenth, and the ninth. Um, I'm going to keep your questions um, for another show, guys, because I'm actually running out of questions. So uh, please, guys, submit your questions so I get them answered. Um, as I say, there's a very special show coming up in a couple of shows' time, so I'll let you know sooner, nearer the time, so you can get your questions in for then. Um, so last question uh, from Marissa, finest cloud strider again. Question for AD2P, what is your favourite collectible in Destiny 2? Uh, so you've got Mercury's Oracles, Dreaming City Cats, Moon's Rabbits, Europa's Penguins, Southern Throne World, Lucent Moths, or Neptune's Action Figures. Um, favourite collectibles? 
What about the Callus Bobbleheads? I mean, they were pretty cool. But no, I think probably they've got to be the Savathrim Thronewell Lucent Moths. They've got to be my favourite collectibles in the game so far. They're just awesome and cute. And you could actually buy them. Um, I think you can get them off the Bungie store. And there was somebody on, on, on X who used to make them as well. And they look really good. I don't know if they're still making them now. But if they are, then definitely worth a, a look into. Um, but yeah, out of all them, including the Callus Bobbleheads, it has to be the uh, Lucent Moths. So yeah. Thank you very much, everybody, for your questions. Um, I appreciate you sending them in. Um, we have started to get um, light on the old questions. Um, after clearing up the channel, there's only four in there. So uh, obviously don't go crazy, please. <laughs> but uh, yeah, send your questions in, please. Um, I do appreciate them. They're great fun to answer. Um, so get them in for the next show. And uh, on the next show, I will reveal all. Um, I will tell you who our guest is, and then you can start sending in the messages for them as well. Um, yeah. So, um, thanks to everybody who submitted a question to the show. I'm sorry I kind of skipped through them quickly tonight. Um, it's been a long day. It's been a long week. Um, I still wanted to do the podcast for everybody because I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying doing this podcast and I hope you're really enjoying it too. Um, so please, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time to send the questions in. Um, so if you want to send me a question, um, the links in the in order to do that will be in the show description, um, which you can see. Um, and I shall be fine. Uh, I shall be finding. I shall be mentioning where you can find me next as we close the show. So, um, I shall be back shortly. So that is a wrap for episode number five. Thank you ever so much for listening, everybody. Um, sorry it was a bit higgledy-piggledy towards the end there. Um, I kind of uh, lost it a bit by having to split up the old uh, This Week in Destiny um, with the update. Um, so I do apologize about that. But um, I think we had fun either way. Um, again... Thank you for listening to episode number five. I really, really, really appreciate all the support. Honestly, I cannot thank everybody enough. Um, I, I appreciate you all so much. And, uh, you know, I think five episodes in, you know, we're having fun. I'm enjoying it. As I say, a couple of episodes time, we're having our first guest. Um, first of many. Um, and then after that, you know, in between when it's just me, I'm going to sort of mix it up a little bit. Um, as I said, not quite read through the twab as um, I just called it twab, not read through the twid quite as uh, hardcore as I was. Um, so we're going to sort of skim through it in future. And then we're going to have like a show topic or something like that. So anyway, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll go, we'll, we'll feel it out and we'll, We'll get there, but I'm having fun. And again, I appreciate everybody's support and I really hope you're enjoying it just as much as I am. Um, uh, also, um, just a quick note, I am going to have a slight announcement next week on streaming. Um, so look out for that. Um, anyway, you can find me, the Average Destiny 2 player, on the X platform at AD2P underscore Twitch. I also am the same on Instagram. Um, as I just said, I also stream on Twitch, and you can find me there under Average D2 Player. And I am also the same name on YouTube and TikTok. Uh, again, I'm going to start getting back on that because I've uh, been a little bit lax with the old YouTube and TikTok content just recently. So, um, you know, I'm going to start perhaps maybe posting a few more clips than that. So look out for that. Um, and also, I have my very own Discord server um creating a nice community on there um you know big shout out to everybody on my community i love you all you're awesome 
Um, everybody's so chatty during the day. Um, you know, I love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. And I appreciate each and every, each and every one of you. Um, but, you know, if you're not on my Discord yet, please feel free to join. Um, you know, the link is in the show description. Um, and you can also find everything that I've just told you and all my social links via Linktree, which is also in the show description, but you will need to copy and paste. Um, they're not clickable, which is a bit annoying, but there you go. Anyway, that is it for episode number five. Not Mambo number five, not Thunderbird number five. Episode five. So... Thank you ever so much, everybody. And remember, Guardians, stay hydrated, touch grass, and when needed, please look after yourselves. Most importantly, look after yourselves. And I shall see you all starside. Take care, everybody. Love you all. This is Average Out. Storyblocks Audio.